hello and welcome back to Inside the USFL, giving you an inside look at the USFL from someone on the inside. I am Zach Gruner. With me is Jordan McRae, center for the 3-0 Birmingham Stallions, uh, the first place Birmingham Stallions. How's it going? How are you enjoying your day off? Uh, it's been good. Uh, always a good uh, start to the week whenever you get the dub for the day off. So just uh, watch a little film today, relax, take care of my body, and uh, get ready for next week. So after a week, obviously, there is some self-scout, stuff like that. How much film do you watch from the previous game before you move on to the next game? Uh, I try to make – so we, we've been playing on Saturdays. So Sunday we'll watch it as a team. Uh, today I'll watch it a little bit more just for like some technique stuff for myself personally. And then after that, I'll probably put it to rest and get ready for the, the next week. So probably about two days of watching it and then I uh, get back to get back on track for next week. When you self scout, it's different for each position, obviously mm-hmm. for you. So if, if you're looking for something, maybe get a little bit too high, maybe you're rushing something, uh, maybe just missed a, you know, a call out for something. How often are you mostly just making mental adjustments and how much can you actually work on at practice? Um, it's a little bit of both from mental and physically. Like um, how uh, Coach Heinbach tells us to look at the film and then how we do it as well is uh, look at it as if an NFL scout is looking at your game. Not take yourself away from, you know, oh, I'll do better next time. Like if a scout's looking at your at your tape, what are you telling them right now? Am I a guy that's going to be tired on the ninth play of a drive? Does my technique uh, waver towards the end of the game? So things of that nature. And then um, just finding a little cue that you can tell yourself to make sure that you're uh, putting the best best tape out possibly. Well, if an NFL scout's looking at the clip of the uh, Marlon Williams touchdown, <laughs> uh, if you go to uh, Inside USFL on Twitter or my Twitter at Fantasy Flurry, or at Jordan's Twitter as well. He retweeted it. Uh, you know, you go up to the second level, obviously, I'm screen, maybe you miss the safety at first, but mm-hmm. you tell the scout, I guess, you came back, you quit. You didn't quit on the play, obviously, yeah. and that's kind of the only thing you can ask for from an offensive lineman on a screenplay like that. And like I said, you ruined three's day, but you kind of <laughs> made the, the ceiling block to score the touchdown there. So I think that's a good play to show the scouts for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, could be a little bit cleaner in the in the beginning, but uh, as long as it ends well, it's all good. I mean, hus- hustle plays from offensive lines, always good to see. Mm-hmm. And big, obviously. A lot of players quit on plays. Um, you, you brought up Coach Heimbach, Bobby Sampson Knight on uh, Reddit. He wants to know what it's like playing for Heimbach. Obviously, you played for him before, and also what it's like playing for Skip Holtz. Uh. Playing for Coach uh, Coach Heinbach has been uh, really good for my development, especially as a center. Um, he's a player's coach, um, and he's a result-oriented coach. You know, a lot of coaches want their linemen to do something specifically. They want the whole group to do that, but all of us aren't the same athletically, um, don't have the same physical traits. So he coaches you to be the best player that you individually can be and what, what's going to work best for you. And I feel like that's why he gets the most out of his players. Um, cause he's not, everybody's not just a robot. He knows that some guys on our team are six, seven, I'm six, three. I can't do what a six, seven guy does. And the six, six, seven guy can't do what I do. So he, uh, makes sure that whatever he's teaching us technique wise, 
fits into the scheme of what we're doing offensively, but also fits into the player that that he's coaching. And uh, Coach Holtz, man, is is great, uh, great, really, really great offensive mind, um, a player's coach as well. Um, tries to get the best out of us, um, and but it's in a in a teaching way, but not in a way that brings anybody down. He wants everybody to have high morale, good spirits around uh, the team. And um, I feel like both of them are a very, very big part of why we're seeing so much success early. Has he given you the bumblebee speech that his dad used to do at Notre Dame or no? Uh, we've had some pretty funny speeches so far when we I haven't I haven't got the the bumblebee one yet. So I, I had to mention that one to him. You may need it. May need it. It's a, it's a motivator. Uh, Bumblebee's not supposed to fly, Jordan, uh, but he does. He defies all odds. Um, so we can talk about the game. You obviously played the New Orleans Breakers. Mm -hmm. uh, you both were undefeated coming into the game. Did it feel, obviously, we're talking week three is super early. Did it feel any different in terms of this is a step up in competition or if this is a bigger game at all? Um, maybe a little bit because you know both of us are in the south, so this is gonna have uh, a lot of implications on the seeding goes as far as the playoffs. But like you did say, it is week three only. Like it's so much football still to be played, so not um too much different from any other game. Um, there's a lot of talent everywhere in the league, so we knew we we're gonna be playing a talented team. So uh, the preparation and leading up to it, it might have been a little bit more talk, undefeated talk, all that kind of stuff, but. As far as the in-game experience, it, it wasn't too much different. You guys play again week eight, I think. And obviously that, I would assume, is going to be another massive game. Yeah. Knowing you guys play later down the road, do you ever feel like you need to hide something, like as an offense, some play, some scheme, anything like that? Or is it it's so far down the road that you may not even be the same team at that point? Yeah, it's it's too it's too far down the road to look at for real. Like uh, this week eight, we got uh, what four more games before we get to that. Like we got to make sure that we handle those games one at a time before we start thinking about hiding something for another team. So um, I don't think that that we'll be looking. We're just looking to beat every team that we play against that week, and then once we get to week eight, we'll figure out what we have to do that week in order to do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And I think that will be a big game. And if you both are trending in the same direction as you currently are, you may have to play them twice. Yeah. Yet, uh, they are a good team, both offensively, defensively. They might still be the number one defensive team in the league. And they kind of held you guys in check for most of the game. Yeah. Is there anything you can point to or anything they did that kind of gave you guys trouble that you can say like, hey, this is what they did that we struggled with that. And you can take that into, I, I'm, I'm assuming next week mm -hmm. since uh, they also played the bandit. So I'm sure they are going to be watching that film pretty closely. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it was too much of what they did is more of the mistakes that we were making internally. Um, a lot of guys played really good football. Um, everybody has like maybe one or two plays that they want back. And uh, once we get more consistent at being, all 11 on the on the same page offensively. Um, I feel like we'll, a lot of those will have more sustainable drives, not so many three and outs, um, no more self-inflicting wounds that that stalls our drives and things of that nature. So um, a lot of it was really stuff that we can clean up ourselves. So that's a good part because we 
we're able to get the win still and, and um, be able to build upon that uh, for the next week. And we talked quickly before the show. We were just saying, you know, you haven't put together a full game yet. Mm-hmm. And this game really was sort of maybe the opposite in a lot of ways of the first two weeks. A lot of times you were heading into halftime down, uh, come out of halftime, play really well. This time you actually went into halftime with a lead, mm-hmm. uh, come back out. The breakers went on a nine minute touchdown drive. So you guys just had to sit there as an offense for, you know, nine minutes of game time. How do you stay loose physically and how do you stay still checked in uh, like mentally and ready to go? Because that can be a momentum sucker, right? I mean, nine, a nine minute drive that ends yeah. in a touchdown is huge. Yeah. Um, really all we can do is just try to cheer the defense on, which a lot of guys did, um, stay loose. A couple of jogs, get a couple of snaps with the quarterback, and then um, just talk about things that we're going to be working on for the next drive. Um, like it, when they get closer to the red zone, you know, uh, coaches, players, everybody saying our offense, we're going to be up soon, regardless of what happens. So let's get ready. Um, let's get prepared to, to answer or take a take advantage of a of a bigger lead. Uh, they obviously they flash to the sideline a lot they obviously go into the mics we can hear the live feeds in the mic stuff like that a lot uh alex mcgue you guys your guys is starting quarterback week one got hurt so he's been on the sideline uh, he's been right there with coach holtz the entire time listening to the play calls uh, how involved is he in practice from i don't want to say coaching role but he's he seems to be really involved with the offense still does it seem like that in practice too yeah, definitely. Alex is a great quarterback and great teammate. Um, and same thing for Jamar too. Even w- whichever one was starting or wasn't starting, the other guy was always extremely active. Um, when they go through their read progression, even throws, saying what they should have done, and it's really been a um, a teaching moment for whoever is watching and making sure they're getting their mental rep while the other guy's getting the physical rep. But Alex has been tuned in. Um, giving fake signals, all that kind of stuff throughout the entire process and uh, just starting to come back into practice a little bit last week. And I guess there'll be a little bit more this week coming. So um, happy to see that for real. Yeah, for sure. And staying on quarterbacks uh, this week, you guys are playing a good one in Jordan Te'amu. Obviously mm-hmm. he's been really good in all of these uh, developmental leagues as well. Um, so in practice, does the offense have to give defense looks and stuff? Because Tayamu obviously is a very different quarterback from Sloter, who you guys just played, might be a little bit more mobile. Uh, some would say maybe uh, playing style a little bit more to Jamar. So is Jamar going to be giving the defense some looks, or do you have other players in there like that? Or is it really, uh, because of limited guys, is it really more of a film session more than anything? Uh, because of the lim- limited guys, uh, it is a lot of film session. But we will also um, give looks to the defense, obviously, based on the personnel and things and such like that. We might not be able to give the exact look that you're going to see on Saturday, but um, we'll, we'll try to make sure that we can at least the guys can see the fronts, can see the route concepts. And if you, even if it's not the same kind of player, we could um, still give like a little bit of a look to them. Okay. Yeah, it's really hard. With limited guys, I'm guessing you guys don't do any. Are you guys even in pads during the week for practices, or is it mostly 
No, we're we're in pads for the first day, and then the second, right. second and third third day, we'll be in uh just shorts and helmets, and then Friday is usually a walkthrough. Okay. Okay. Um, Bazaz on Reddit wants to know, and obviously things are changing a little bit, uh, but everyone's still in the same city. You guys not are obviously aren't all living together in the hotel anymore. You have moved on. I'm sure a lot of other people have. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know, is there a lot of opposing players, people on different teams, uh, discussing games, plays, or discussing you know, anything really like, are, does it seem like there's a lot of camaraderie? Or are you basically staying with your own team? No, I mean, because of all our meeting rooms and stuff like that are still in the hotels. Uh, we, we all use the same training room, use the same weight room. So a lot of guys knew, knew each other beforehand before even coming to Birmingham. So you'll still talk here and there and, and things like that. Most guys stay to their team, but every now and then there's still like uh, guys that hang with other teammates and all that kind of stuff too. So it's a, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, Bobby Sampson, I has a few more from Reddit here. Uh, what was it like playing on that 2013 UCF team that won the Fiesta Bowl? Uh, that was probably some of the most fun fun times I ever had playing football. Uh, a lot of really, really great players, um, great coaching staff. And um, a lot of those guys, we came up, uh, came in at 2010, um, seen a lot of success. And just being able to grow and do something that hadn't been done in a program yet was uh, really exciting. My, definitely my most fun playing that in college, my senior season. For sure. Uh, he also wants to know about arena ball a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, what was it like playing in the arena league? And how, I guess, how is it different from playing outside? Um, arena league was super fun. Uh, really game that's tailored towards the offense. So a lot of points. A lot of fans really love the arena game. And I would say the biggest difference is, at least from the offensive line standpoint, is that every play is going to be a one-on-one. -on -one. Um, the defensive line can't twist unless the guys in the middle are twisting. So like the the nose guard and the, the backer. Um, so anybody else is just one-on-one. -on -one. Don't really have to look too much at scheme for the offensive line. Um, just get another player that you're going to be playing against. Um, so that helped a lot with my pass protection because it's 90%, 90% uh, throwing the ball in the arena. And, um, but no, it is a really fun game though. And it did, yeah. And uh, the field space makes it a lot different as well. Um, 50 yard field compared to a hundred yard field, not as much space. Everything happens a lot faster. So that'll be probably one of the biggest differences in uh, both of the games. For you, who would you rather go up against? Would you rather have someone who is a big uh, sort of a bull rush guy, someone who wants to take you head one-on-one, uh, -on -one, or would you rather play maybe one of those more elusive speed guys trying to, you know, kind of get skinny and get around you? Um, it's really about the, it's about the same, to be honest, because if, if, it, it all depends on if, you, if you, all you can do is bull rush. I'm, I'm never going to be worried. And if all you have is speed, I'm never going to be worried. But the guys that can do both, that's where stuff gets a little tricky. Like if a guy's twitchy but also has good strength, good power, now it makes you more susceptible to get beat because if I'm sitting down on a bull and you move past me, now my feet aren't moving. Or if I think you're going speed and then you go power, I'm out of position. So guys that can switch it up are the guys I have the most trouble with. But 
if you can only do one or the other, it, it really doesn't matter. Is it the same thing for linebackers for you too? Uh, the guys who do multiple things. For example, uh, on your own team, Scooby Wright. He's mm-hmm. a smaller guy. He's a fast guy. Uh, he's really he's playing really well. Obviously, mm-hmm. as you guys can see in the USFL. Why do you think he's co- uh, giving people so much trouble? And for you, is it those smaller guys? Is it honestly just harder for you to block? No, what guys like Scooby, what will make Scooby really, really good is his instincts. Like di- dissecting plays as they're happening. And um, Scooby, he, he'll take on blocks, he'll lose blocks, he's good at all that. But what, what gives him an extra step ahead is that you know, he can really diagnose the run, the pass, all that kind of stuff to be in position before you get to your spot. And those are those are the hardest guys to play against because it's like you they know what the play is before it's happening. So that's why he's been able to make plays, and he's a really, stu- really a student of the game, and that's really what's been helping him be successful here. If it's probably going to start happening as the league goes further on, not as much right away. If there is a linebacker like Scooby, somebody like that who comes up and literally calls out the play, like they know it's going off your right hip right there, and they mm-hmm. call it out. Uh, do you do anything mentally? Do, is it like it for? Are you calling to the quarterback to change the play, or is there anything specific you do, or do you just have to beat them? You, you just got to win because a lot of the time, some of that stuff happens right before the cadence, right in the middle of the cadence. So I can't, he can't be like down set, and I'd be like, Jamar, let's change something. You know what I mean? So it's like you just got to realize that he's a good player too, and then be be a good player also, and beat him to his spot. You know what I'm saying? So um, can't really change too much that far into the cadence. But if it's something that we see beforehand, then, yeah, we will get out of it. Okay, last question here from Bobby and Buckle Up. You, you got to give a good answer for this one. Okay. Uh, if you were on a talent show, and what would be your talent other than football to win over the judges? Um, I, it would probably be like telling a joke or something like that. I, I, I feel like a, I'm a situational comic, you know, um, okay. watched a lot of movies, can quote a lot of things. Um, probably tell some kind of joke and hope that work. Maybe smile and hope that work too. But I don't know. Not too much else. <laughs> <laughs> do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Uh, this week, Saturday, like we talked about, big game against the Tampa Bay Bandits. Seven Eastern on Fox. Uh, another good team. They're starting to figure it out. Jordan Te'amu, obviously one of the better quarterbacks in the USFL, uh, especially uh, notable quarterbacks in the USFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely tune in for that. And it seems like every Stallions game is exciting anyways. It's going to come down to it, it seems like. So definitely yeah. tune in for it. Jordan, anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, no, that's good, man. Appreciate you having me on again. No problem. Definitely go listen to that. Share this show. Rate it five stars, and we'll be with you next time. Bye.